Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Bird, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. So, today, we are... By the way, folks, we had a great cold open, but we both agreed it was too ignorant to even use. Whoa, but yeah. we laughed our asses oh, off. Oh, yeah, and I'll tell you, um, <laughs> I did save it, so if I ever actually put together the uh, episode of Nothing But Outtakes that I've been threatening for a little bit... Um, you might you might hear it on there, but I'll warn you, you're going to want to definitely turn your speakers and your cars down because you will blow them out if you're listening to this at any sort of a regular volume and yeah. that thing comes on. We didn't want to cause, you know, like tinnitus in all of our listeners. It would have been. Everybody's ears are ringing from here It would have been a nightmare. It would have been an absolute nightmare. So, anyway. But it was really funny. Yeah. Anyway, Nick, what are we smoking today? So today we are smoking the JTL Trinidad Espiritu. This cigar is a collaboration between AJ Fernandez and Raphael Nodell. So there you go. Well, look at there. Filler and binder and wrapper are all Nicaraguan with a natural color. If and, uh, if I'm led to believe from the uh, sticker, it's handmade in Nicaragua as well. It is. It's actually manufactured at AJ Fernandez for a factory in Esteli. So... There we go. Did you say it's a uh, 40, uh, 54 by 6? I did not. You and I are smoking the Toro size, which is a 6 by 54. Hold on. Back the truck up. What? You're right. Yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> of the two of us, I should be the one that knows the cigar notes. Especially since you bought them. <laughs> exactly. I'm smoking free today, folks. We're just moving right on into this because Jeff and I are kind of... Open and honest transparency. Nothing. Open and honest transparency, folks. We're winging this episode, so. Like, we're not winging them all. Right now, well. Yeah, more than the, normal? Um, way more than normal. This is one Can you that, hear this when I'm tapping? Yes, I can. The and nail cutters on the table? Stop, yeah. please. Yeah. One more time? No. Okay, there. Okay. Had to get it out of my system. So it's time for us to cut our cigar. What do you smell, Jeff? Cigar. <laughs> Well, that was honest. Now, folks. It's flavorful. We are not recording this at night. No, we are actually a rare daytime recording. Rare daytime recording. And I'll tell you um, that. Well, I just janked that cut already. You the cutter back? No, I just janked it. I got a little bit of wrapper splittage, but, you know. You going to so, power through? Like, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Get some sweet on the cold draw. That's for sure. You get sweet? I'll tell you, folks. I, I, I'm getting sweet and leathery. Okay. I'm getting some leather, actually. And, and I'm normally not that guy. I'm normally not the guy that's picking up all the... I always make fun of the tea berry and whatnot. Yeah. I'm actually picking up, like... Like leather. Yeah, like 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 the, a taste like leather smells. Well, there you go. The other, the other bit of open and honest transparency, folks, is that... So we are recording this during the day. Um, it's right around lunchtime. And uh, I have not eaten anything yet, so I've done a little bit of reading about this cigar already. Jeff has not. Jeff is looking at me very, very worried right now. And I I'm, am coming in blind, folks. And I'm telling you right now, I'm a little concerned about the fact that I haven't eaten anything yet. So uh, we're going to go ahead and um, Is this like laced with pot we're or something? We're going to light what this cigar and get this, uh, get this rolling. Do you not have a torch? I do not. I'm mm. going to borrow yours. Mine's out in the uh, Jeep. My Jeep broke this week, too. That's something I'm going to talk about. 
After you get lit up here. Borrowing the lighter. Well, it smells good. You know what? It's you know what? It smells like pipe tobacco. Oh my god. I'm reserving all comment until you get that thing lit and you try it, Jeff. Jeff has lit and is trying his cigar now. Okay, Nick, so talk to me. What are you getting? This is pepper, dude. This is sweet, but man, the pepper bomb is hitting hitting hard. I'm getting the sweet. Really? Yeah. I'm starting to get the tingles. Now, I will say... Well, that's just because you're here with me. No, I will also <laughs> say I am having a bit of wrapper splittage down at the foot of this thing. But I don't believe that's the fault of the cigar as much as the fact that when I asked Jeff for... It's about 52 degrees out right now, folks. And I asked Jeff for a little blanket because just a throw. It's beautiful big. out. And so Jeff gives me not one, not two, but three beach towels. <laughs> i got to get a picture of and this. And the problem is he knocked my cigar off the table. And when he did that, I think uh, I have some wrapper cracks going on. He's got uh, He's got like two blankets or two towels that are uh, Minecraft and a Hello Kitty blanket. <laughs> yeah. The Hello Kitty, the pink Hello Kitty uh, towel really adds to the uh, yes, the look. Eh, you're warm. It's nice out. I don't know how in the world you could be cold. I mean, I'm in shorts. I was covering a soccer game yesterday in shorts, and people are like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, it's not cold yet. And they're all, I mean, yeah. literally they were in their, like, winter gear. It's, it was. I'm not, I'm not saying I need winter gear, but I probably should have wore jeans. Instead of shorts, I hate wearing jeans. So I'm to the point you where have to be I'm getting too spice lazy. Off that thing. No, this is no. I'm enjoying this. You're high. You were really expecting me to get like blown out by the cigar. Just you? wait. Just wait. Just wait. That is going to transition on you. Nothing yet. <laughs> There's no way. No way. It's, our palates are different. I, I, yeah, dude. It's, it's, I'm not getting it. I'm not. Trust me, I'd tell you if I was, because I don't like spicy. Yeah, we'll see. We'll keep, we'll keep smoking, see how this goes. So, speaking of the weather, Jeff and I have been in conversation with um, the Hill Cigar Company, and... Love those people. We are going to be recording there over the winter. Yay, we have a home. Yay, we have a home. So... I was a little concerned that come January we were going to be icicles out here on the deck trying to, you know, smoke a... Huddled around a huddled you know, around. mosquito candle. Like a barrel full of fire, you know, <laughs> just trying desperately to stay warm and record. But, no, we will be uh, recording at the world-famous St. Louis Landmark Hill Cigar Company located on Southwest Avenue. Oh, look the, at that. Nice touch. Right. <laughs> okay, now I'm getting a little spice. I knew it. It's coming. I knew it was going to hit you. So I, I referenced this earlier, and I'm going to circle back to it. My Jeep broke this week, and there is no worse feeling in life than when you get in your vehicle and it won't start. And I jumped in my Jeep on Sunday just to move it. I wasn't even going anywhere. I was just moving it in the driveway to get another vehicle out, and click, and nothing. And I knew it wasn't the battery, I had lights, you know, everything was working fine, but I'd had a little issue with my starter a couple of times where, you know, you get like a flat spot on a starter, a dead spot. Yeah. 
And when, you know, normally you can just turn the key a couple of times and it'll jump past it and you're good to go. There was no jumping past it. It locked in on it. I even got under it. You know, there's that old trick. You tap it with a hammer. You talked about this in the last episode a little bit. Did not work. Yeah. So the next day, I decide, hey, I'm a farm boy. I can change out a starter. I've changed out many starters. Well, guess what? Apparently, they built the 07 Jeep Wrangler around the starter. (laughs) So it... It was the first piece of the puzzle. That Literally they suspended the starter by wires in the middle of the room and started to like yes. build the Jeep around it. And then when it got to the point that it had enough casing, they could unsuspend or take out the wires so yeah. that they could do their. I got it. I see. It's what, exactly I see what, what they did. So I get under it. I get one bolt off. And if anybody knows me, I'm not really a mechanic, but I am a farm kid and I know how to do some of this stuff. And I get one bolt off and I can't even reach the second bolt. How in the world anyone can reach that second bolt, I'll never understand. There must be some specialized piece of equipment, or it's nanotechnology, and they're shrinking down the mechanics and just putting them inside the engine block. I can see that. That's that's my only explanation. Ant-Man. Exactly. Okay. Mechanic Man. There you go. See? We just made up a superhero. Oh, my. Oh, my. All right. So, anyway. So, uh, you know, was able to, had had to get it towed. It was a whole thing. And but I my Jeep is back up and running now and I'm all excited. Well, there you go. So, but it has been, it, it was now, one folks, of those distractions I didn't want. Here's the funniest part: is Jeff had to go and walk to the repair <laughs> shops to pick up his Jeep, and he called me about halfway through this walk. Now, how many blocks was this, Jeff? It was about eight. About eight blocks. I swear to God, folks, you would have thought Jeff had had to hike like across the country. I mean, just. The wheezing. At one point, I turned around, and there were a bunch of people following me looking for advice. The wheezing. Yeah, all four is good. Well, it's because she <laughs> looked like somebody that's been walking across the country for, like, two years already. Oh, my I God. I gave some guy a Shits Happens t-shirt, you know, and he's making money off him now. It's great. It works. Yeah. Yeah. You. Uh, he's wheezing on this call and just, like, just bitching. That wouldn't have anything to do with my three or four cigar a day habit just either. And no exercise. Up a storm about having to go and walk to get his car, and uh, it was amusing. It was a whole thing. It was amusing. It was a whole thing. It was indeed a whole thing. And I, and in all fairness, I did say that he actually offered to drive I did down offer, and get me. You know, to to take you to your car. Now, uh, I was going to have to make you wait about two hours. How lazy you know? would I be if I would make you drive forty minutes so I don't have to walk eight? It's true. It is true. And I couldn't. I'm now. I couldn't wait, wait, be wait, 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 wait. Stop just a minute. There's no way you're walking eight blocks in eight minutes. Oh, eight blocks? Yeah. <laughs> a block a minute. I can do a block a minute. I used to run a 10 minute mile. Used to is the key word. That's in that, a, that is a long time ago. <laughs> that was many, many, many Wednesday, Wednesdays ago. Uh, valid point. <laughs> even a ten minute mile is not that fast, but I was doing a ten minute mile. You know, back in back in like when I went in the Air Force, I was doing a ten minute mile. The high standards of the Air Force, right there. For well, there. I okay, I went in late in life. <laughs> I went in at thirty three, and I had a uh, a longer time to do the mile or to do the two miles than uh, the younger kids did. Okay, so you know, which worked out in my favor. Well, Some fears. So what do you got there, Nick? What do you want to talk about? What have you? What are you getting on your cigar? Still it's just, good. Still just I mean, pepper? it's. I, I'm getting a little pepper. I'm getting leather. I'm getting all. I mean, it's it's all over the place. 
tell me about like what is what am I supposed to be getting off this cigar? Oh, I don't like to do that. I don't like to like. But I want to know if I'm completely off. Pepper is the big thing that I kept reading a lot about with this cigar that it was really strong and peppery. This is not pepper bombing me. Like uh, like I'm from what you're saying, I should be getting. It's not doing that to me. What if it's because we're outside? That might be part of it. Maybe you know because I notice a difference uh, when I. When I smoke in my Jeep driving as opposed to sitting out oh, here, yeah. I will well, get different notes uh, and different I mean, flavors. See, half the half the cigar experience is the smoke and what you get from the smoke. And if you're outside, Mother Nature is taking that portion of the experience and, and taking it away from you. And That bitch. I know, right? And so, you know, that's why a lot of times, you know, if you're if you're into lighter cigars, Connecticut's, things of that nature, and you maybe go out golfing or something and, and have one of those, the uh, they taste almost like nothing because you don't have that, that smoke to, to add to the experience. Yeah. And so a lot of times, you know, you'll hear people, or tobaccoists, you know, recommend that maybe if you're going to be outside, smoke something a little stronger. You mentioned that before, yeah. Yeah, that way you get it. it pumps that up just a little bit more and so it takes what would be a really strong smoke for you indoors and makes it a more palatable smoke outdoors interesting yeah and i could see that today because basically what you're telling me i'm supposed to be getting on this cigar or what i'm reading in between the lines i'm not getting i think you thought i was going to hate this cigar something fierce I did actually. Did you? Yeah, I could. I could just tell <laughs> from the look on your face. Think that this was going to be a cigar that you were not going to like? No, I like it. It's not bad. You're not a fan. Um, it's very one note for me. Very one note. It's just spice. I'm not getting. I'm not getting really anything else off of this. It's. Just, it was. It was sweet on the cold draw. I'll give it that. It was sweet on the cold draw. I Did lit, you get the leather at all? I didn't really get much in the way of leathery from it. I got sweet, but then we started smoking yeah, it, and it just almost immediately was just a pepper bomb. And The funny thing on the cold draw, and even when I started the cigar, and, and I know this is going to sound weird, it tasted like a new belt smells. That's that's what I was getting. That is getting. the weirdest description. <laughs> it tasted you know, like the leather, yeah, yeah. but it, it tasted like a new belt smells. You know when you get a new belt and you smell that fresh yeah, leather? Yeah. That's what it tasted like. Huh. And I'm normally not that guy. I'm normally not getting that stuff. Interesting. But I did off this cigar. Maybe it's just the fact that this is that intense, you know, that I'm actually able to pick up on those kind of flavor notes. You just jank your cigar? No. I, I removed the... So this thing has two bands on it, and so I removed the first band and a small little flake of wrapper. Came off with the band. So, I don't know what this thing is. I mean, you know, I've had this thing in my humidor. But for some reason, it's just it, almost like acting like it's dried out. Mine's just fine. Well, lucky you. Yeah, I was saying, maybe it's just the fact that we threw it on the ground and I, I picked it up say, with my foot. That was the most disturbing thing <laughs> is the fact that you rolled it because it rolled underneath the table. So, of course, what's Jeff do? Grabs his foot and rolls it near him so that was awesome thankfully it was on the end that's burning and not the end that i put in my mouth otherwise we'd have swapped cigars the whole time nick screaming at me don't touch that with your foot don't touch that with your foot so i had to touch it with my foot filthy animal <laughs> anyway you're the one that likes to hang out with me 
I don't get it. I don't either. No one else does. No, I know, No one right? else does either. I don't. Nobody, nobody gets it. Nobody gets it. Oh, my gosh. So last night, I went by the Hill Cigar Company. I missed out on a good time, it sounds um, like. I had to drop off some diapers. So one of the guys Marv. over there, Marvin, is having his fifth child. Um, they know what causes that now. They do. Um, <laughs> it took him a little bit of uh, experimenting, but he finally figured it out, I think. But um, Marv is having a little Love you, girl, Marv. And uh, they had a diaper party for him on Saturday, but unfortunately both you and I were unable to make it. And so I figured I'd go ahead and bring the diapers up yesterday, thinking better late than never. And I bought size the, the fours because I figured everybody gives newborn diapers at oh, a yeah. diaper party. And I'm thinking, he's going to end up with just a shit ton of newborn diapers, and he's not going to have any for when this kid, like, grows. So I bought some fours. And God knows they're going to use them. Exactly. Yep. And I bought the big box. I went up to the hill, and I walk in, and who's the first person I see? But Corey Frisbee. Corey Frisbee. Corey Frisbee. Now, we've talked about Corey before. Corey is the uh, cigar broker, um, works with a lot of brands, Oscar, uh, Casada, oh, he he has uh, multiple brands in his portfolio, and he was in town, and so we uh, we sat around and smoked and talked and hung out for a little while, and it turns out that it is um, Jess's birthday, um, Jess being the manager at the Hill. So she's a rock star, dude. People know her. Oh well. <laughs> Who doesn't? I know, right? If you don't, you need to. So she was hanging out, and Corey brought a nice bottle of whiskey for her. Now, I'm, as as we've pointed out in prior episodes, I'm not much of a drinker. So, you know, I didn't want to, I, di- I didn't partake in the whiskey because I didn't, you know, it's more. Yet. Well, my whole thing is I can't appreciate it. And so I'm not going to take some of this So you're bottle. saying you didn't have anything to drink that night? Oh, wait. Well, so... Moving along. Moving along. We ended up, after the hill shut down, we ended up going to this bar that's about a block away from uh, from from the from the cigar lounge right there on Southwest, and it was a nice little bar. Our buddy Tony, I think, went down there with you as well. Yeah, and so... We've Tony, gotten to know a lot of these really good people yeah, up at so, the hill. Yeah, so Tony and Tron and, and uh, Corey and Jess and I, we ended up down at this bar, and I'm trying to remember the name of it, and I can't, but we were the only ones there, and that was nice. And You said it's closing in a week anyway, didn't you? A uh, month. Month, okay. Month. It's under contract. So, But um, we went down there, and so then Corey starts just, the rounds of makers, Mark, start. Oh, and, Lord. Uh, I did end up with, uh, with two, two shots of makers, Mark, before I... Cut myself off, tapped out, and started just down in water like you wouldn't believe. And about two hours of sitting around drinking water, I was I was fine. But oh, that was uh, that was the first time I'd For done a non whiskey guy. It was the first time I'd done a shot of whiskey in um, quite some time, quite some time. <laughs> and uh, it did go down smooth though. Oh yeah, it's Maker's Mark. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it did go down smooth, so. There you go. It sounded like you guys had a blast. I I had to work. I was shooting soccer last night. Yeah, they kept asking where you were. Yeah, I was shooting said soccer. said you had to work, so. but Duty it was, called. It was a good time. Duty called. That's the regionals. You got to cover those games. I get it. 
I get it. But yeah. For, for so. those of you new to the podcast, Nick and I are both uh, journalists, and we own our own newspapers, and you know, sometimes we got to go cover stuff. Yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. But no, so it was sitting around last night that Corey and I kind of formulated up some some future plans for the podcast, you know, some ideas and things of that nature. So we're uh we're going to have some cigars that we're going to we're going to get and and smoke and things of that nature and it'll be nice. It'll be good. We uh, uh there there was another gentleman that was not he didn't he wasn't able to come to the bar with us. But he hung out with us at the Hill, and he's a rep for Oliva. His name is Joe Voss, and Joe was super nice. We actually met Joe, I think, at the Kansas, Kansas City, City Cigar yep. Festival. Yep, I thought so. And so we uh, got to uh, we got to talking, and in the process, Joe recommended a cigar that we're going to smoke in our next episode. But we'll get to that in a little bit. We're we're. We're jumping ahead here, so I don't. As wanna, we often do. We, we're all well. We said we don't really have a roadmap for no, this, there is, this episode, so we're all over the place I, right if now. If you've listened so. to any of the earlier podcasts, you might think we don't have a roadmap. We usually have at least some sort of sketchy outline. Sketchy at best. Nothing today. Yeah, nothing. We are winging this one, and which leads me to my next point. I want to talk about some television for a minute. Okay, so. <laughs> I I watched, I watched two things that I want to talk about. Um, number one, El Camino. I haven't watched that yet. We can't talk about it. Oh, we're talking about it. We can't. Well, no. I'm going to talk about the fact you haven't watched it. Okay, but we're not I talking just, about the show. Before we started the podcast today, I had to kill a little time before a conference call so we could start up. And uh, before my conference call, I uh, showed Nick the, uh, oh, I guess the trailer to El Camino on Netflix. It's so good. Now, I'm sure Kristen, Kristen, by the way, who and, and did Kristen not being my my ex-wife. Okay, okay. It's a long story, folks. We're really good <laughs> well, friends. We could get into that today if you want. Yeah, that's probably best. <laughs> no one gets it, including Kristen and I. But whatever, it it works, and we're going with it. But oh, we, that brings me to one quick point. This episode is brought to you by uh, brought to you oh by my our God, new no. sponsor, Dirt Dash. When it absolutely, positively <laughs> has to get to you hot and fresh because she needs to love me, you need to call Dirt Dash. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> so There's I, about a half dozen people out there that are going to get that. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're going straight to hell. So, anyway. So, that being said. Um, you think you'll bring me some beast? Chick-fil-A? Lion's choice. It is the choice of lions. It is, and it's only 45 minutes away from oh here. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> so that being said, we watch El Camino, and she didn't, I don't think she liked it. I think she was expecting more out of it. I got exactly what I wanted. It was like a hour and a half, two-hour continuation of Breaking Bad, and I really enjoyed it. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you and need so to you watch it so we say can anything. so we can discuss details. All right, you know what? I don't want to be a spoiler guy on here because no, there are going to be people on. There's a listen. lot of people I haven't watched yet. Yeah. We were actually talking about this at the Hill last night briefly. Somebody brought it up there, and there were about three of us that said, "Don't say a word." We haven't gotten around to watching it yet, so it's one of those things that it's relatively new out on Netflix. So don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm saying, or else I'm putting out my spear to in your eye. Exactly. You need to watch it. Look at these dimes. <laughs> Yeah, you're stacking over there. I'm I saying. I went ahead and just kind of like 
shook some loose. You gave up. Well, you party fouled yourself pretty bad on the last cast. I did. You did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, you did that at the Hill or at uh, Top Shooters too when we were there Monday. Did I? Yeah. Or was oh, that Tuesday? It was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Yeah, yep. I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you yep. party fouled hard on Tuesday. Yeah. He he went to reach for the ashtray mm-hmm. and missed it by a good foot. I was literally getting ready to ash yeah. into the ashtray. I saw you start to extend your arm, and it just and collapsed it, it all collapsed over. It collapsed about a foot away from the ashtray. Wow. So, yep. So now the other thing I want to talk it about, about three seconds too long. The other thing I want to talk about on television are the Cardinals still in the playoffs? No. Oh, then okay. So we'll skip that. Let's let's move on. <laughs> that was a brutal series, dude. That's the sucks. Nationals just kicked well, their ass. Well, you know, here's the problem with all right. So here, my, my at least we're playing hockey. Our brief baseball rant for a second. So we were on such a high on that last game against the we Braves. We kicked Atlanta's butt. We spent all of our offense in one inning <laughs> <laughs> and brought nothing to the series against Washington. I honestly, I don't even know. I don't know if the Cardinals went to that series against Washington. That might have been our Triple A team, possibly. They may have just all went to the Swapped Bahamas off. and party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cuz they didn't show up to the game. I'll tell you at this point I'm all in for Houston. Any of the games, all four of them, I'm, they didn't show at up. At this point I'm all in for Houston. Really? Yep. Uh, why? I'm a National League guy. No, they beat the Cardinals. See, here's the way this works. Oh my this is God. the way this works. You have your home team, okay? But, but our home team is a National League team. But our home team was beat by the Nationals, so you have to screw the Nationals now. No, we're... Yeah, no, 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 no. You can't and then, switch leagues. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. And you know... Oh, Miller. And, and, and then Houston is going to beat the Yankees, which I'm all cool with, too. Well, yeah, I'm fine with that all and day. And so, you know... Because they're too good to even put their names on their jerseys. And, and Houston, the last time Houston won the World Series, what did they celebrate with? Oscar Valadares cigars. Well, okay. And so I'm hoping they do it again, and I hope they give Oscar a bump and smoke his cigars again. Well, I got no problem with that. I get. Right? Trust me, I get smoking an Oscar cigar. They're one of my favorites. There you go. So, so the actual second. I'm all in for Houston. The second thing I actually wanted to talk about, now that I've made my joke about the Cardinals, that's really going to tick off the locals and everybody else in the country is going to think it's funny. The second thing I want to talk yeah, about what it is. is they were last, at least a couple players away from being competitive. Last night. What about last night? Because you last didn't hang night, out and have fun with me. I did not. But you know what I did do? I watched Ghost Hunters. And you know where they were? Ghost Hunters. Yes. Have is you ever seen Ghost Hunters, Grant and the team? That's like an old show. No, it's back on. They're making new episodes, brother. Oh, God. You're missing out. Guess, hear, get, hearing EVPs. We're hearing EVPs. Right? <laughs> Guess where they were? Where? Oakville. What? Yes, they were at the that, okay, uh, hotel. Okay, folks, Oakville's like 30 minutes from my house. Yeah, they were at the original Springs Hotel in Oakville. The one where you and I yes. trolled the bar. Yes, so, which okay. leads me into this story. All right, guys, so so Jeff and I have this thing that we like to do. So, in, 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 in full disclosure, Nick started this, so, but I've jumped on board. Okay, bars typically have jukeboxes put out by a company called Touch Tunes, all right? And the beauty of the Touch Tunes jukeboxes is they have an app. So you can control the jukebox from anywhere in the room. You don't have to go up to... You don't to, even have to be in the room. You don't even really technically be in the room. You can go... You don't have to go up to the device, put in your money. You buy your, your credits and whatnot on your phone. You select your song on your phone, and it puts it in the queue. And so what's awesome 
is when you're at like a country western bar <laughs> and you throw on like some rap music and just watch the room change dramatically. Oh, it'll turn on you. It'll turn. And what's really fun is when... God, we're going to rat ourselves out to so many people Yeah, right now. people are about to find out that it was us. What's really fun is when you go to a place like the Diamond Mineral Springs. Is it Diamond Mineral? It's Original Springs. I thought it was Diamond Mineral. No, I think it's Original uh, whatever. Springs. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, when you go to a place like the place we're talking about in Oakville, which is populated by a bunch of country guys... And now, uh, uh, just to give people an idea, a sense of the place, it's this big, giant, like, turn of the century hotel. Yeah. The last century, not the new one. And uh, it's this big, giant hotel built over a mineral spring. And on one side, they have so a they restaurant. they have, like, a spa and all this kind of stuff. They have a spa. They have an indoor pool, hotel rooms, and then a bar on the other side. So we were in the restaurant, and they're like, hey, we're closing up, but you can go to the other side and go to the bar. So, so we, we did. did. So there's maybe about, what, six or eight people in there plus the bartender. Yeah, probably. That's fair. Locals, you know, some country guys. Farmers just hanging out. After work, having having a good time. So there's country music playing. So we decide to ruin it for them. And so we go and we notice they have a touch tune. So we start playing Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. (laughs) If you haven't heard Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison, you should Google that. And play it about eight times. That's the thing. Jeff and I didn't play it once. We didn't play it twice. We ended up playing it about six or seven times in a <laughs> row. And Jeff just party fouled his ashes. We played it like six or seven times in a row just to be those guys. And you got to the point where people are looking at each other like the song again. And then you got somebody that's like, again? You can and feel then, the air in the room change. Then the you, atmosphere changes. And then, did you notice, like the third time it started up, the bartender went over and turned the volume <laughs> yes. on the on the jukebox down. <laughs> um, it was amazing. So yeah, we're those guys. I like to. There's a place here in uh, near here in Columbia called Top Shooters. We, we referenced them earlier, and yep. we like going to Top Shooters and uh, those sit, bastards turn it off. We we like to sit out and smoke on their patio, and yeah, they they. They found a way to just straight up turn it off when the second time started. But the other thing that I like to do with them, so you can't do the repeat with them. They they've they they've cut off the repeat option. Yeah. But what's fun to do with them is to mix it up because I've noticed Return of the Mac is actually starting to play in their normal rotation. Somebody there actually likes that song. <laughs> oh God. And they're actually playing it normally. But what's fun to do with them, and and let me tell you about Top Shoes. Unlike the Mineral Springs where you get like farmers and country guys, Top Shooters is more of your union labor slash biker bar kind of thing going on. So you get some like kind of tough guys and you get some blue collar guys. We fit right in. Not really. No, not at all. Whatever. But anyway, and so what's fun to do. But we're smoking cigars, so normally they leave us alone. They do. Yeah. And what's fun to do there is to play either children's songs <laughs> like like Raffy or Barney or um, those kind of things. Or my personal favorite, oh God. William Shatner's spoken word version of Rocket Man by Elton John. It is the worst thing ever. It's amazing. <laughs> and let me tell you, it will suck all the energy out of the room because it goes on forever. 
ever. <laughs> and it's just William Shatner doing the most William Shatner version of Rocket Man you can ever and imagine. Guys, if, if you've it's gotten, the funniest thing to if do. If you've gotten a sense of knowing us on the podcast, we just sit back and we pray no one realizes it's us. But we just sit and watch the mojo just die. And here's the thing. We've told multiple waitresses at Top Shooters about this podcast, so I'm sure one of them one day will actually listen to this and realize, and know it's us. holy shit, it was those guys that played that. Well, the other thing. Um, uh, oh, Neil Diamond. Yeah, yeah. Get a little Neil, little bit of the Jewish Elvis going on in there. And uh, What is the one that we play over and over? Uh, well, that's not Neil What's Diamond. What's New Pussycat? That's not Neil Diamond. Oh, who though. is that? Oh, who does sing "What's New Pussycat"? It's New Pussycat. Oh, hang on, we're gonna have to. We're gonna. You're right. That's not Neil Diamond. No, who that's that? not Neil Diamond. But I well, do. Scr- let's scratch the Neil Diamond. I do. Well, no, I like Neil Diamond in in terms of this kind of stuff. That's not um, Neil Diamond. That's not Neil Diamond. It's um, Marky Mark. Definitely not Marky. Tom Jones. <laughs> Tom Jones. I should have known that. Okay, it's so Tom what Jones. we'll do. Okay, so we'll somebody was sitting listening to this, going screaming at their radio, going, "It's Tom Jones!" Yeah, <laughs> so we'll play that. We'll play "What's New Pussycat" like two or three times, and then we'll, we'll mix in. In all fairness, in all fairness, the "What's New Pussycat" thing, we did rip that off from a comedy bit. Oh yeah, and it's hilarious. That one now. Now, what's funny is I had this. Uh, I had a uh, coworker tell me about this comedy bit with, regarding "What's New Pussycat" and playing it over and over and over on a jukebox. After I told them the story about you and I at the Mineral Springs doing that with Mark Morrison in Return of the Mac. And so that's when we started impl- you know, folding What's New Pussycat into the yes. portfolio so, of music. So, and and I, I wish I could remember the comedian's name. I'd love to give him you credit You can YouTube it. Just, just YouTube uh, What's New Pussycat. Comedy. Repeat or yeah. something like that. And you'll, it's, you'll find uh, it. Well, what he would do is he would take What's New Pussycat and he'd play it three or four times. And he said you could just see people just visibly getting angry. And then he plays, like, Coming to America or something. Just something different. Just well, now, breaks it up with one you song. You really can't get Neil Diamond and Tom Jones separating your mind, To me, they're the you? same person. They're really not. <laughs> <laughs> Significantly different. Coming to America. Diamonds in the Rough. Right. I liked that movie. Saving Silverman. I did. I liked that movie. I only know the Air Force hand signals. See, did you get that? Right there. I did get that. Yeah. That was a great movie. And by so, the way, I love, love, love Amanda Peet. So last night, we're at this bar, and they've got a Touch Tunes jukebox. Oh, no. But because it was only our group in there, I did, you know, there was... <laughs> and, and You didn't want to kill the mojo and nobody, of your own group. nobody else knew how to operate this jukebox. Oh. I was the only one who, you know... So it would have been obvious. It would have been super obvious that I was the one that was screwing with them. So I I actually revealed what I do with it to that group last night. So <laughs> um, they were amused by that. No, the, the touch tune jukeboxes are actually really fun because unlike the old school jukebox where you're kind of limited to buy what music is in that machine... Yeah. These are operated by the internet, and so you kind of have well, and lots and lots and lots it's of It's like options. there's things in the playlist, but if you want to go outside of the playlist, you have to pay more. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And then also, you can bump your music up. So, like, let's say some guy came in and put on this giant, long ACDC playlist, and you're just desperate to get Return of the Mac why? in the middle of that. I, you I was going to say, why would you want to mess up ACDC? You can pay yeah. a little bit more to to bump your song and, and interrupt 
the, the and like uh, I said, at mojo. top shooters, they just turn it off. Yeah, they have well, figured out a way to delete our song. They will turn it off. At, they'll give it one. Yes, but yes, once they the will. second time starts, that's when it gets cut off. And then it became a challenge for us one night, so we kept playing it like every other song. And you'd hear it start to kick on. It'd get about ten seconds in, and they'd turn it off. And the problem with that is you have to pay for the songs, even though they're turning them off. So all I was doing was losing money. <laughs> like we were both doing, doing it. it that night. Yeah, yeah, we were going true. back and forth. It was it, that was a lot it of was fun. A thing. Well, and then there was that night you decided that. Uh, you were going to try and trick them a little bit. You did it with Wagon Wheel. Remember the song, I, the song I Wagon played, Wheel? I played Wagon Wheel, but but you but did by different, different versions. Yeah. So it was different artists doing Old Pro it. Pro Medicine Show, Hootie. And yeah. yeah, but what was funny is they kind of figured that out pretty quick, too, <laughs> and cut that off as well. So It got through three versions, though. It did. It yeah. took it, well, two and a half, because by, uh, by the third one, that's when they realized wait, we've heard Wagon Wheel now two times. Different <laughs> musicians, but the same song, and that's when they well, cut that and, off. you know, if you're going to listen to Wagon Wheel, you got to do Old Crow Medicine Show. That's the only way to listen to Wagon Wheel. I just realized something. What's that? I'm, as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at the table, and I just realized something. You had to borrow my torch, and my cutter's sitting over there. Yeah. Do you not have the cutter from Bjorn? It's, it's in my Jeep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I have not lost it yet. <laughs> Thank you, Bjorn. That's a good cutter too. That was, thing is sharp. I was just about to give you crap because it was just the other day. It was Tuesday. You and I were at Top Shooters, and you mentioned you you had the cutter, and you were like, "I've got the cutter from Bjorn." He's, and, he, and but then you, you and what, Nick's like, "Well, I'm surprised you haven't lost it yet." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is the first the time. First I'm time the it's house. out of the house." Yeah. So you know the clock, the clock is ticking. Yeah, the clock's running. <laughs> That's my problem. You know, I'm kind of like catcher in the rye with uh, fingernail clippers and cigar cutters. Like, I buy hundreds of them over the course of a year, and I don't know where any of them are, ever. How is that like Catcher in the Rye? Because every time I find them, I'm obsessed I have to buy them. They're, they're my Catcher in the Rye. I don't under... I'm still missing the like, correlation. Like John here. Hinckley, you know, or, you know, all the serial killers always have Catcher in the Rye, and they have multiple copies. Did you ever watch uh, Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson? Why? Why? <sighs> In, in Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts. Are you saying that you buy multiple copies of Catcher in the Rye? No, I'm saying I buy multiple cigar cutters and fingernail clippers. Like they buy? Yeah, like they buy Catcher in the Rye. Uh, I get it. Weird comparison. But, but I, I can never it. find any of them. Like, I lose I lose so many of these things. You know, I, I do the same thing with fingernail clippers, but mm-hmm. um, I actually found, like, a treasure trove of them. Maybe about six months yeah, it's ago. Like, it's I, like I they all cleaning, migrate together in your house. cleaning my o- when you're home not office, and I found a box that I guess it was stuff that used to be in or on a desk that I had. And I started looking through this box, and yeah. uh, there were, I swear to God, a half dozen fingernail no, clippers I, I am convinced there. that these things migrate together. They're like magnets, and they just attract each other in so one central location. Somewhere in this house, there's just like... 50 pairs of fingernail clippers. All oh, there have to be, and they're all hiding from me. It's so <laughs> annoying. Fingernail, toenail, all the nails, all the clippers. But it's happening now to me with cigar cutters. You've got some sort of little goblin living in the crawl space that right. is stealing this Or stuff. a homeless guy in the attic, one of the two. Or Addie's a klepto. Well, that's probably <laughs> probably not that far off. She is my kid. So, Nick, how's your cigar? Well, okay. Um, It's still strong. Mine's peppering up on me. I'm about halfway. I'm not. See, I, 
You're further along than I am. No, I'm not. You're further along than I oh, am. Oh, you just removed your band. It makes it look like yeah. it. Yeah. Pe- either I'm getting used to the spice, or maybe it's like kind of backed off and it's going to come back at me again. Because you are further ahead of me. A little bit. Now, Nick mentioned something to me the other day. And I'm not going to lie, folks. I've smoked cigars off and on since I was 16 years old. I shouldn't admit that, but I have. Back then, it wasn't that big a deal. Now it is. You know, yeah. for kids to, you know. Anyway. But uh, that being said, Nick explained something to me the other day that it's a concept that I don't know why I never thought about. Um, we're sitting up at Top Shooters, and I go to cut my cigar, and I think it was one. I don't remember. I don't remember what the cigar was. I hate to admit. But I when I clipped it, oh, I janked it was, up the uh, um it was a Perdomo Lot 23. That it was. You're right. It was, it was a Perdomo, Perdomo Lot, Lot 23. 23. I think it had been in my humidor a little too long, and I must not have my humidity up because it. I never have a problem with those cigars, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here and dog on those cigars. It's one of my favorites. But when I clipped it, I just shattered the end yeah. when I cut it. So I decided <laughs> I'm just going to smoke <laughs> it, just, it back. It just it it exploded. It splintered apart. Yeah. Like a tree getting hit by lightning. Yeah. And uh, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to turn around and smoke it backwards. And that's when Nick explained to me the concept of smoking a cigar backwards and what you're doing. Well, you're getting, you're getting, when they, when they formulate up the cigar and when they're rolling it and everything like that, you know, the tobaccos are put in there in certain ways and that's how you get the flavor profiles and, and, and everything with the cigar. So I had never thought about, you know, when you have a cigar that transitions, from maybe like a sweet to a peppery to something like that, by smoking it backwards, you're screwing up the whole concept that the blender had for that cigar. And you're saying that the the smoking in with the cap is usually more filtery than like the front of the cigar would be. Well, I mean, maybe not more filtery, but the the tobacco but acts it's arranged as a, in such acts a way, as a yeah. natural filter, you know, and everything. So yeah, so. By doing it that way, yeah, you're 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 definitely smoking it like wrong. Uh, I mean, I guess there's no wrong. You're not smoking it the way it was intended. Well, there Let's was no way I could way. smoke it the, in the shape I left it in after That's the cut. That's true. So, but you're definitely not smoking it in the way that it's intended. Speaking of things with cigars, that was you know first time you thought about that. As we've said multiple times on this show. We are not the kind of guys that are going to tell you, oh, we're getting flavors of this or that. I'm getting nutmeg. And you know, like specific food honey. flavors. Yeah. We, we're not into giving you specific food flavors as it relates to cigars. However, I took a cold draw on a cigar the other day, and it was the very first time that I ever had an immediate food oh, right. flavor yeah. come to mind like i took that cold draw and my my brain just immediately said that tastes like this and and what was it um i was i was taking a cold draw off a cle connecticut six by 60 which we we've actually uh, we have featured. spoke that yep. on the show and at the time i've never had this before i i mean i bought a box when when christian uh aroa was at the uh, the hill. I bought a box of these CLE Connecticut's, and I've probably smoked half of that box by now. And this is the first time that I've ever had this, you know, that I've ever encountered this. But on that cold draw, I uh, and I and I'll be honest, 
I didn't take the cold draw with the intention of getting a flavor. I did it because I had a small little piece of wrapper kind of flake when I when I cut it. And so I was putting doing the cold draw really just to kind of tamp down that piece of wrapper before I was going to light it. And when I did the cold draw, I got the unmistakable taste of graham cracker. That's and never. And he called me. I did. I called yeah, you about like, it. I was not going to believe this. <laughs> like, dude, I legit just tasted graham cracker on this cigar. And like I said, it's I have not had it with any other cigar since to where I can say, oh, that tastes like this. Um, but for whatever reason, my brain was firing in such a way at that moment on that day. It might be the tumor. Maybe. Yeah. That that I just immediately got graham cracker off of that cigar. Now, uh, talking about the flavors of this cigar, I'm getting a little more pepper now. I'm actually pairing it up with uh, some coffee, and I've sweetened my coffee, which I normally don't do. Um, but it is pairing. I've got a nice kind of a medium roast organic coffee with a little bit of, uh, you know, like raw sugar. And it is pairing up really nicely. The sweetness of the coffee with the spice of the cigar. Well, there you go. I know. And we normally don't. We don't really talk about pairings. We did in the first episode, first or second episode. We haven't. Well, really we talked had the Dicerono, but like, yeah, I mean, I haven't trotted that back out. Yeah. So. Well, it, you know, we don't want to do some day drinking. I mean, I could. I gotta go to work. <laughs> I still, I'm still driving to work after this. I would so. say you still have things to do. I mean, I still have things to do as well, but. You know, but yeah, this coffee is pairing up really nicely with the spiciness of the cigar. Well, there you go. It's you know, and that's again, and we've talked about this several times on the cast, but it's one of those things where I normally my go-to would not be a cigar like this, something spicy, but I'm enjoying it. Well, that's good. I, I'm branching out a lot on this podcast because I'm I'm a Connecticut shade grown guy all day long. Well, no. You're, you're, that's good. That's the point. That's is the point of the podcast. Expand the palate, which then just helps the palate figure out what it appreciates. So, Nick, let's talk about our sponsor. <laughs> so, we are sponsored by... Um, and my, we're looking for more sponsors, if we are interested. So, so, our numbers are looking good. Our numbers are looking good. We're, we're definitely picking up. Thank so, you to everyone listening. And tell friends, because that's the way we can promote this, but... We are, it's all word of mouth. We are partnered right now with, uh, or we are partnered with MyMonthlyCigars.com. Uh, and the deal with MyMonthlyCigars.com is it is a subscription service. You get uh, your choice of what box you want to want to subscribe to. You can either subscribe to two cigars for 20 through uh, four cigars for 30 uh, there's the eight cigars for uh, 50 but the eight cigars that you get in there it's two of each of the cigars in the four cigar box so it's a good one for you and a friend and the deal is or just you if you like to smoke a lot and then there's that yeah so right now if you go to mymonthlycigars.com and subscribe and use the offer code uh, offer code pulpit when you're checking out, that's P-U-L-P-I-T. P-U-L-P-I-T. And you can get 10% off of your order in their store because they do sell a few other items. Or you get free shipping on your first subscription. So, And, you know, we're, we're always promoting our brick-and-mortar stores. Well, but I, if, if you don't have one, or like Nick has talked about before with this service with MyMonthlyCigars.com, you're going to be getting sticks that you're not used to. And kind of like I said earlier on the podcast here, just a moment ago, 
you get a chance to try things that you might not normally try and expand your horizons. Exactly. And see, the nice thing with uh, with that is, let's say you get something in the box that you really want to, or that, or that you try and you really like. Now you can go to your brick and mortar and say, hey, I tried this. I really liked it. I want you to order more of them. And you're not taking a gamble. The store is not taking a gamble because... Let's say you, you didn't know that you liked it, but you maybe heard about it, and you tell the brick and mortar to order it, and they get it in. Well, maybe you don't like it, and then they're stuck with 19 more sticks because yeah. maybe it's a 20-count box or something like that. And then they're just praying for somebody else to try it. Precisely. So, And the nice thing with My Monthly Cigars too is they have an MSRP guarantee, which basically means that the... Um, uh, value of the cigars in the box is guaranteed to be at or above the cost of the box minus the shipping. So, you know, when you order the $30 four cigar box, you're guaranteed that you're getting cigars that are valued at $30 or more. Yep. So that's kind of nice. Good deal. Yeah. And so. then, uh, so Nick, real quick here, let's, uh, Talk about where we're at on our cigars, what you're tasting, and then uh, we'll get into the socials and how people get a hold of us. I'm about halfway, I'd say, on this cigar, and the pepper has definitely subsided, and or it, it, it or or else I'm used to it. I, don't I think know. you're getting used to it because I'm picking it up more now than I was in the beginning. Yeah, I'm not getting as much pepper off of it. I'm just getting a kind of basic woody taste off of it. I'll tell you, you know. Everybody has a different palate. Yep. So take my opinion for what it's worth, which is one man's opinion. But I'm not impressed. Really? No, I'm really not. I'm not hating it. I'm I, I like I said, I got the sweet off the cold draw. I got pepper right away, and since then it's just kind of been there. It's just kind of been. I mean, it's strong, but it's just I'm not impressed. It's not blowing your skirt up. No. Nick I, likes his skirt blown up. I'm not, I'm not feeling this one. Yeah, fair enough. So, I'm I'm not hating on it. It again, it's not a cigar that I'd pick. You know, walking into say the hill or um, the cigar barn down in uh, Paducah or the yesteryear tobacconist in Carbondale, some of the places I frequent. It's not a cigar I would go in and necessarily buy, but I I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a creature of habit when I'm buying cigars out. It was it was something to, it's it's something to smoke. I mean, it was something to try. I I got this cigar off the recommendation of a guy. I figured it out. It was JR Cigars in Clayton that I picked this up. Oh, okay. And um, you know, I asked the guy, "Hey, what's new?" He's like, "Well, Clayton, Missouri." Yep. Yeah, he's like, it, "Well, the Clayton area in St. Louis." Yeah. Yeah. For the for those folks listening across the country. Yeah. And so um he, uh, the guy said, you know, hey, this just was came out of IPCPR, so give this a try. He's like, it's a real spicy one, blah, 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 and all that. And I was looking for a few different things at the time, mm-hmm. you know. So I didn't want to just buy up a whole bunch of Connecticut's or something. I wanted I wanted a variety for us to smoke on the show. And so, so I went ahead and got this. And See, and I don't mind smoking it because you bought it. <laughs> cheap ass but um truth you know so what, much truth but yeah after after taking some time with it it's just not it's not blowing my socks off i'm mm, not fair enough i'm not digging it too much i'll tell you i had a uh 
uh, Romacraft Neanderthal last night at the Hill. You put a picture of that up, yeah. I love that cigar. Really? Oh, man, dude. I, we ha- I keep threatening it. We have to do Aroma Craft on the show one day. I'm all in. We're not going to do it next episode, but maybe the episode after that. And, you know, folks, give us your recommendations. And we smoked a few from, from some we folks. We have. We have. Yeah. No, we're, we're all in for recommendations. But I'm thinking that for, for next episode, which would be Tuesday, we're going to smoke. Still on the two a week, huh? We are. St- oh, you're not getting me off that, dude. The demand is there. The demand is the there. The demand is there. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep it up over the winter. We can always circle back in the spring and go back to two a day or two a weeks. You're just being a wuss. A little bit. Yeah. I got to work. I got to work sometimes. He says this. Although this, yet, is, this is more fun than work. I'm not going to lie. He says this, but yet. So. Yeah. All the more reason we need some advertising on this show. That way we can start making some money off of it. And then at that point, we can just do this. That would be fun. That would be fun. So. Next episode, we will be smoking a cigar that um, the Oliva rep, Joe, turned us on to. It is the Oliva Master Blends 3, specifically the Torpedo. I've heard that's the good stuff. It's, I'm I led mean, to believe. That's what I've been led to believe as well, so we shall see. We're going to find out on Tuesday. My experience with Oliva tends to have just been the Siri V. I've had, I've had some, some Oliva Siri V, and uh, those are good. But I'm I'm looking forward to the Master Blends three coming up on a future cast. I want to do each of our top fives. Oh, I've got my top four. I'm still looking well, for number five. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to. Yeah, that would. Oh man, I'm gonna have to put some thought into I that. Know. I've you got know. I've got. Four. I mean, everybody. It's no secret whatsoever that I I absolutely love the champagne Perdomo champagne. He loves his champagne cigars. You jerk. But anyway, um, but yeah, I'll have to think. They're good. Long, I'll have to think long and hard about the other ones. I don't know. My, I, I, you know, and I, I've said this before. My Perdomo is going to be a lot twenty three. Yeah, I enjoy the lot twenty three. I think it's a good, it's a good consistent smoke for me, and it's in my, it's in my palate wheelhouse. Wheelhouse. Yep. There you go, folks. Get out the bingo cards. I'm going to make a T-shirt with the bingo card on it. I think that'd be awesome. Would you folks buy a T-shirt that had the the cigar pulpit bingo card on it? Maybe delightful. Uh, with that being said, wheelhouse, wheelhouse, all the various. You know, there are lots of things that we repeat we, yeah. over and over. So maybe put the little. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get the get a get a T. I I think a we t-shirt need some swag. Would, we do need swag. We need swag. I'm gonna have to start working on some swag. We've had requests for swag. I've had people ask me for it. Really? Yes, I have. Well, the stickers are popular. The stickers so, are I mean, very popular. I would think that that the swag stickers would were also, Nick's idea, and those were a good idea. I think the 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 stickers being popular, I think maybe we should look into some swag. Well, there you go. That could be fun. It could be. We could trot it out. Just or we, you and I, could just be wearing those shirts forever since we have like seventy-two of them or trot something. Trot it out for Christmas. It could be Ooh. perfect Christmas gift. See, right for the cigar lover in your life. Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's fresh. <laughs> Oh, so Lord. Nick, how do people get a hold of us? We are on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. We are also on Facebook and Twitter under Cigar Pulpit. You can find Facebook's us. starting to get a little more play now. That's good. Yeah, it uh, Instagram has been our thing. It's been our jam. It has. It has. We are on YouTube. Uh, that is the Cigar Pulpit. Um, I need to get some more videos up, but we uh, we are there. And then obviously 
you can email me at nick at cigarpulpit.com. Good stuff. Give us your recommendations. Uh, give us your reviews, by the way. If you go on to uh, Podbeam or any of the other podcast sources that you may be listening to, the Google Plays and Apple and whatnot, give us a review. Yes, we like reviews. Preferably five-star, but let us know what you think. We like reviews. We do like reviews. If you don't want to give us five-star, just go away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you can't say You're anything dead nice, to us. if you can't say anything nice, just don't say anything at all. Exactly. That's all we ask. Well, we don't want them to get up and storm out like Nancy Pelosi in a meeting at the White House. No. We don't we just, want that. We don't want that. I keep mean, listening. Keep listening. Just don't review us. Yeah, just hate on us in private. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> There's plenty of people doing that. Mostly ones that know us. It's true. Yeah. Uh, if you know us, you're hating on us. Oh, my. Well, Jeff. It's been a beautiful day here on the deck. I've enjoyed the cigar. I know you haven't, but. I'm not saying I haven't. You kind of said that. It's just kind of there. You, you kind of said that. It's just kind of there. Yeah, it's. I'm not hating on it. I'm not hating it. I just am not. Super you and I in... haven't been agreeing a lot lately. Have you noticed? I'm that? just not super impressed. Yeah, that's the. It's thing. not what you thought it was going to be. Here's the. I thing. had no expectations going in. I think that helps. You hear certain names thrown around every once in a while. You know, AJ Fernandez and whatnot, and a lot of people throw that run. And I'm not saying that maybe other cigars that he makes aren't good. Because, I don't know, this one's just kind of there. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, okay. Hey, you know you know what? That's why we smoke them on here. But that's the thing. Different different tastes and you for guys, different you folks. you guys smoke it, let us know what you think. Yeah. Because we do have people that have told us they are purposely going out and getting the cigars that we're trying. And, you know, smoking along with us or smoking, you know, when they, when or if, if and when they listen to the podcast, they're smoking along with us. And uh, we'd love to know what you think. Exactly. Because so. trust me, we're not really educated palates. We're just two guys that like sitting around BS and talking about cigars. Exactly. So go out, get an Oliva uh, Master Blends 3 Torpedo. I mean, I guess you could get a different size than a Torpedo, but we are going to be smoking a Torpedo. And uh, go out and get an Oliva Master Blends 3 and smoke along with that with us uh, with the next episode, if you'd like. So anyway, yeah, at some point we'll do, uh, coming up here soon, we'll do our top five. And talk about that. So Nick's gonna have to put a little thought in. I've got my four. I need my fifth cigar. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to put in a little thought into that. And you know, I mean, I guess we could be like everybody else and do like you know, cigar of the year. Ooh, you know, that could be our end of the year podcast. Yeah. What was what was Nick and Gator's cigar of the year? There you go. I mean, we could do that. We could. I don't know if we need to. Yeah. I mean. Well, anyway, so. well, Nick, it's been a beautiful day. Well, I'm you- glad you came down. Always a fun time, Jeff. Good times. It's been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. That was Gator. Oh, yeah. And until next time, folks, stay smoky.